Welcome back. Today I want to talk about what a repository is. It's a term that you hear quite often in software development uh, projects and it's important to understand. Um, and we start by talking about um, something that you might have um, already experienced when you're working on a computer, you're saving files. Uh, like you're working on, I don't know, a, a document, uh, maybe a letter that you're writing or a book or um, some report or some college uh, uh, exercise, whatever it is. Um, you write in your Microsoft Word or whatever your, your word processing tool of choice is um, and you you've save a file, right? And you keep saving over that file. That means the last version, the updated version uh, on the disk, on your, on your computer, on your hard disk or on a, on a cloud um, network drive uh, is always, well, the last version that you, that you saved. So um, you begin by, I don't know, typing the first paragraph, typing the second paragraph, and then you save. Um, and well, the, the version then that's being saved is uh, the status. Uh, it has the contents uh, of, well, at the time where you saved the file, right? So when I'm writing uh, a third paragraph and I didn't really save and my program crashes for some reason, um, let's say, let's assume <laughs> hypothetically that word crashes sometimes. Of course it doesn't, but if it did um, and you didn't save, then at least in a, in a simplified uh, situation like that, well, you lose the work that you've been working on um, after the last time you saved. So you would only be able to recover the first and the second paragraph because when you were working on the third paragraph, um, let's assume that, that you didn't save, okay? So um, what's, the, what's the solution there? Well, have some kind of autosave, right? Save quite often um, and uh, yeah, save, save frequently. So let's uh, continue our, our assumption there, our story, and say, well, we're going to save more often. Okay. And you keep writing, writing, writing. Um, and you are uh, also sort of in the, in the meantime, you're um, editing some paragraphs already before you continue writing. You're um, moving some, some stuff around and you maybe even change some things and delete some paragraphs. And of course, you save quite often and then you continue working with, uh, with some paragraphs there. But let's say you delete something um, by mistake. You uh, delete a paragraph that uh, you were pretty proud of <laughs> and that you, you deleted it, but you didn't really think about too much of it. You saved it and then um, you kept working on it. And then uh, the day afterwards, you remember, well, hang on, I had this paragraph written that was quite, quite well written. I was proud of it. Where is it? Where is it? I've, I've, I can't find it in my fi file. Um, and you remember that you saved, that you deleted it and you saved it, right? Um, so it's gone. Um, you, you were saving quite often, <laughs> frequently, but you were overwriting um, the current version of the document that you're saving with, well, the most recent one. And the most recent one didn't have the paragraph that you deleted yesterday. So, yeah, it's gone. You have to remember what you've uh, been writing there in this paragraph uh, and try to, to yeah, get it get it out of your head again um, to, to be able to recreate what you've been written there. Um, so what's the uh, solution there? Well, you could save it under a different file name, right? You could every day you could say, I'm going to save uh, as file my document underscore current date, okay? Um, and tomorrow I'm going to do the same, my document underscore um, next day state. Um, so I keep getting more and more files and I'm able to recover and, and trace back the steps uh, 
what I was working on at, at which point in time, right? Of course, that wouldn't really save you from losing something during a day. So you could say, well, I'm going to do this for every hour. And maybe there's an automated way to actually uh, keep uh, backup copies. And of course, uh, you know that in uh, in the real world, a program like Microsoft Word does have a, an autosave. It saves backup versions of, of your file. Um, but... Let's say that this is also not sufficient and you want to have a more formal way to, uh, you know, have a system to save different versions of your file, of, your, of the work that you've been doing uh, at specific points in time. And that's what um, a, a repository actually uh, is providing you. It's providing you a history. It's basically a kind of system where you're still saving files, but you have the possibility to say, okay, I'm going to commit now my work that's being uh, supposed to be the version um, 1.0 or whatever it is uh, at this point in time. And this is my comment for that version 1.0. Um, and instead of saving locally to um, my own computer and, and trying to make sense of lots of different file names and, and you know, underscore today, underscore tomorrow, underscore last March or whatever file names and try to uh, find my way through that. Let's have a centralized system or at least, um, yeah, some, some, some sort of system, whether it's centralized or not, um, where we are sort of getting everything together. We, we collect all the changes, but not also just for my file, but also for files from other people in my team. Um, and we are able to track what we have done. We are able to have uh, sort of that, that backup uh, uh, copies and that... Uh, being able to to get back in time and see what we've been doing like one year ago uh, even when we are committing when we are saving that um, specific version in time um, we are then able to retrieve that specific version so backup and having a, a history of all the files available is one of the uh, most important um, parts of, of, of a repository system meaning um, I create a new file and then regularly I commit my changes to that file. What it also means is that I can get others pe other people's changes to their files and maybe other people can work on my file as well and change it there um, without really getting everything mixed up. Okay, so we're talking about a, a system to distribute our work. Distributed development means I don't have my file Tom dot java or whatever my 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 programming language is and then um martin there um across uh, my, my desk is working on his file martin.java and i'm supposed to be working only in my file and he's supposed to be working only on his file no that's not what what professional software development is about um we're gonna have thousands of files in a big project um and we need a, a system to track the changes track who's been changing what in that files and um, having a way not to overwrite each other's changes and having a way to, to identify when we are about to be overwriting and then having a way to merge changes from different people together so that we know that we have sort of a, a cleared and, and safe version that we are saving there. Okay, so merging different changes is also a big one, uh, a big thing that uh, is an advantage of using a repository system. And lastly, um, you might have the possibility to. And lastly, you might want to have the possibility to um, 
start over um, and and try something out, uh, change something, see if it's working. And if it's working, um, then you want to sort of make your experiment that the thing that you've been working on, the changes that you've been doing, uh, make them official and provide them to everybody else. But in the meantime, you don't want to keep people from, from working on their stuff. So we're talking about different branches of development. Um, and that's a concept that's uh, easier to, to explain on a piece of paper, on a whiteboard, rather than um, with me in a podcast. But think about like um, a train uh, system where you've, you start at the, the train um, and, and and the railroad and in, in one specific piece and then you've got branches off where you can uh, basically decide which uh, way your train is going meaning which uh, in which version of that whole system um, of the files you're working on and then uh, the branches can merge together again um, and you have different versions sort of different universes or different timelines uh, for the science fiction freaks like like myself uh, you've got different versions of that um, file system there of the, all the files that make up your, your software project um, and you can switch between them and you can move changes from one version to the other um, and when we're talking about versions I'm quite sure that you've seen this uh, experiences yourself in the app store or in the, in the google play store when you're downloading um, um, an app the app doesn't stay the same it's, it gets updated and usually you've got some some changes written in the app store uh, on the app store page meaning okay now this version 2.2.0 has the following bug fixes and changes and blah 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 um, so they've been working on this version 2.2.0 um, in a specific branch there while um, at the same time somebody else might be already working on the version 3.0 um, and preparing that while another person might be um, still doing bug fixes on the version 2.1 right so with branches in a repository you have the a possibility to work on several um, universes several time frames several versions of your projects at the same time again all without getting mixed up without having to man manually rename files and uh, copy stuff from one place to, to the next. Um, it's really an organized and systematized way to work with files, with lots of different files in that are being distributed across several people um, and even uh, distributed across several versions of the software product. And this is all the things um, that a, a repository gives us when we're working with it in a software project.